0: Hi. My name is Chanel. Hi everyone. My name is Ashley.
1: Welcome to Soothing Her, the podcast, a transformative journey through the art of healing. Yes,
0: yeah, so where we're going to be tackling the many facets of healing, the power of resilience, sharing personal stories and welcoming expert insights. Truly, this is Soothing Her, the podcast. This is Soothing Her.
1: within so her community hello good day welcome to another episode. I am Chanel Dubic your co-host and I'm here with my co-host.
0: Hi everyone welcome to another week. It's your other co-host Ashley Ordiaco welcome what is up? What is going
1: on? Second week of the year. I hope good things are landing, you're planning. I hope that you've listened to our last episode and you've outlined some goals. I hope that there are some vision boards all over your house or somewhere in your phone or somewhere that you can see every single day. Or just a little reminder of some of the goals that you've outlined for yourself, for your healing journey, for your family, prayers that you want to see manifested this year. So welcome to our newest episode where we will be discussing on the subject of being unapologetically you. So if somebody comes over and they see all your posted notes on the mirror, that is you being unapologetically, right Ash?
0: Yeah, and I don't know why this always happens to me, but I always like vision songs and stuff. I mean, it's cuz I just like music so much. So I'm over here singing in my head like the um, old like Christ- again another nostalgic song for me Christina Aguilera like I had her first CD and I'm over here singing like I am beautiful in every single way words <laughs> can't bring me down
1: <laughs> yeah actually got that that's me <laughs> this was great so on today's episode we'll be focusing on being unapologetically you, focusing on the authentic self-representation of who you are, defining our individuality and authenticity, and why is that so important? Where does our sense of self come from? Highlighting the importance of authenticity in personal and professional spheres, learning how to become your true authentic self in a healing season. Again, this is the Soothing Her Podcast fears and concerns about being authentic despite the impacts of you know social media beauty standards and with all of that embracing our flaws and identifying the strengths of our vulnerabilities trends we're living in 2023 2023 was a great year we had a little recap last episode we talked about how we're excited for this year but there are some things we are leaving in last year
0: yeah like bye
1: <laughs> bye and with that, we're going to now step on a new stone. So taking practical steps towards authentic representation. And as we end every episode on the soothing her podcast is how will we be soothing her this week? Yay. Yes, <laughs> let's call it. My dear friend, I know you were so excited for this episode because you are leaving like, you are the embodiment of this episode right now. Talk to me.
0: <laughs> I guess it's because, you know, when we're talking about defining our individuality and why it is essential, because why would we want to be the same? Like, we, you know, when we're talking about defining individuality and authenticity and why it's so important is because it's just, every. I just feel like everything will work for you and your life goals and plans and just everything you just aspire to be once you know who you are what you stand for what your values are what you're not bending on and the more that you do know yourself everything else just falls in line 100 i couldn't line. agree more you continue to draw people who align similar, similarly to you. You continue to, as you mentioned in the last episode, this energy that just is shining when you walk into the room. Like people just turn their heads like, who is that? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's not even, it's not about what you're wearing. It has nothing to do with what you look like. It's just this essence that you carry. And in my healing season right now, this is, part of my self-development that uh goal that I want to fine-tune because I've struggled with this so much growing up just work, working on getting out of my headspace and working on leaving things things behind yeah just things just beliefs about you know how we as women have to be in society you know and Also, Of course, some of that coming from like a cultural standpoint, but really breaking out of that. And I've just noticed in the past year that the more steps and the more progress I'm making towards learning who I am, learning about what I like, what I don't like, learning about what matters to me, I've just been seeing a lot more growth and opportunities just like coming my way, like just things that I'm just so grateful for and opportunities and it's just the testimony and test. just to the why it is important to do this work.
1: I absolutely agree with what you shared and love that because your own self-representation is your vibe, your energy. Nobody can take that away from you. And you will feed off somebody else's if you're not genuinely you, if you're not genuinely showing up as you. And then other people will call you copycat or other people will, you will even question why isn't anybody seeing me? Why isn't isn't anybody seeing my efforts? That is because you're not being genuinely yourself. You are trying to adapt to somebody else's being, somebody else's state of mind, somebody else's way of operation. But when you distinguish your own traits, your own behaviors, how you feel, how you want to embody the package of who you are and show up, great things happen. And for me, like I have my own area of insecurities that I've struggled with as well. So give also the credentials to know that you are uniquely you, I am uniquely me.
0: Not only are you robbing yourself from showing up as your trueest form, but you're also robbing yourself of potentially meeting other people that are just waiting for you to show up as your true authentic self. Like, who are the people that you're hindering? You're like, you're hindering yourself from advancing in life because you don't know, like by showing up as your true authentic self, like there are people that you're meant to be with, that you're meant to talk to, that you're meant to get to know that will take you to that next level in your career, and your business projects or whatever endeavors that you have for yourself that you're working on. So if you are not operating in that authenticity in being comfortable with who you are you're it's like you're just half Your yeah, you stepping. Not... don't do it yeah well it's just like you're just limiting yourself from the opportunities you could be reaching right now absolutely it's it's a limitation but we you know
1: we we, talk here, we mentioned earlier in the introduction, where does our sense of self come from? Mm-hmm. Those early fundamental days, and we lose that as adults. But I believe, like from my instance, in some cases, it's also the place that we run back to for shelter to make excuses mm-hmm. as to why we operate, as to how we show up, as to why we're experiencing this in a certain way. Because it's our safe space. But what if we were to recognize that? It's an excuse, it's a mental limitation, it's an assumption, a negative assumption that we have about ourselves and break free from that. You know, where does your sense of self come from, Ash? Where do you feel
0: that? I think my sense of self in my younger years. Came from my parents, my cultural beliefs. And for example, them instilling that their core values, for example, like education, being the best that you can be, excelling, performing, dressing right, sh- like, giving off this presentation to the world that everything's perfect or or cookie cutter i think for me that that's where my sense of self came from when i was a lot younger which is i'm sure normal for most other people as well <laughs> yes especially if you're like the oldest child like me <laughs> yeah. we're always pushed to perform 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 so we become like perfectionists, and you know we everything has to be perfect so we're super organized and type a personality and all that um but then as you get older and as you st- as I started like interacting with other people who didn't have the same upbringing it was interesting because it's like that sent my original sense of who I thought I was and Um, as a kid and everything was so challenged so I feel like I went through a really interesting like period of where I was I wouldn't even say like morphing into things but just like going through your normal high like middle school high school phases of adolescence and learning about what you like and don't like when it comes to like music and art and foods and um, the way to dress and everything like you know, when you look back at your old photos, like you just wonder, like, what the heck was I thinking? <laughs> like all you know? the time, <laughs> yeah. And just as the, it's funny, just looking back, the sense of like fashion that we had, the idea that we thought was, was of course, like of course, the trends that were going on <laughs> back then too. But then you just look at yourself, and you're just like, what was, what was I thinking? Like, what was it Right? Where was my yeah. mind? Exactly. Like for me, like I mentioned in the past episode, like I love all those like early '90s, like early 2000s. Like that's just the era that I grew up in and so like a lot of the trends back then because i watched a lot like disney channel there was this like huge push for like punk rock and all that so i definitely had a phase where i thought i was like punk and all that and i dressed like black eyeliner all that stuff and um looking back at those pictures i'm just like wow like Yeah. yeah who was driving that and it was the
1: rhetoric of how everybody else was doing things so you wanted to blend in
0: exactly And then, so that was kind of like my journey. And then now it's more so, okay, I've reflected on my journey. Now I'm really want to get to know who I am. And essentially it's like going back. Yes. Going back to that little old need before all that growth happened and figuring out what did I really like back then? And then taking the values and beliefs that my parents instilled in me and developing, like, this is what I stand for on. This is what I believe in. And then when it comes to how I want to dress and how I want to present myself, just experimenting too, trying new things, like being open to trying different hairstyles, trying different fat or researching about different like fashion and what going to the mall and like being, oh, I kind of like the way I look in this or I kind of like the way I look in this, but really trying to come at it from a standpoint where I'm looking myself in the mirror and I'm saying, does this feel good? Do I feel, do I, how do I feel right now? Not based on what other people are saying or like even yes, receiving compliments is good too, you know, but at the same time, like there's just so much beauty in going through that experimental phase and like going through and trying new things to get yourself there, to form your sense of self that I feel like I've just gone through so much growth and development in that area. And so now it's just like coming coming home to that and really being grounded and rooted and like, okay, I know what I stand for. I know what my beliefs are I've experimented with like my fashion and my hair. And now I'm like still trying new things, but I think I've come to a point where I'm like, okay, I, I, I like this. This is, this yeah. is nice.
1: Yeah. I like this. I'm going to summarize all of what you just said as <laughs> coming home to self, because that's yeah. what it really is. After navigating all of those waters, there has to be a point in time you have to recognize in your heart deep down, what do you really feel yeah. as Chanel's being, as Chanel's doing? And for a while, for years, I have felt like there's this bubbling i'm from the caribbean so i'm gonna say there's the volcano that's just in the pit of my stomach i just want to feel that something is brewing an eruption of a great life and there is a limitation i feel like there is a cap there i don't have i'm not in the right container like when you're manifesting you're thinking of containers and welcoming stuff into your life and whatnot i feel like i'm in the wrong container like i'm too small for the container that I am in right now. But because of how I was raised and the culture I come from, my self-explanation definition has mainly been centered on how parents thought I should be, how the culture thought I should behave, how the community think I should have done things. And then going off to college, how I saw all the individuals in my age group from different parts of the country doing things and the exposures that they have they had at that point in time and just realized that huge distinction between myself and them and you now coming together with, at a point in our life right now how do I mesh that world this world and this adult being that I am right now and kind of make it work and I just feel like there are parts of it that there isn't a synergy like there needs to be something I'm waiting for my get set, ready, go. Like I'm waiting for that (laughs) moment that says go. It's time. Like you've arrived at that bubbling moment and it's just time for that eruption of just being you. But there is still a fear of how am I going to be received? Who's going to judge me? Will I even be okay with the person that I become? walking myself through that because there has to be an acceptance of self for you to really know that sense of self is okay to live in that space for you to be comfortable with it being there. Can you say that you have an an idea of how you are going to come home to self in this season, especially Mm -hmm. in this healing journey?
0: Yes. I think I've been incorporating that already by just my re- recent change of la- end of last year, where I decided to lock my hair and oh, it's I like how you mentioned this like volcano ready to erupt and all that. <laughs> I don't know why I have like it's similar, but like I just want to be free. Yes. Something yeah something about being free, free of just negative limiting thoughts, like free of people pleasing, free of being so worried about what other people have to say about how you're showing up in life like especially if you're just trying to be yourself like just free of all of that and I think that's probably one of the reasons why I wanted to lock my hair was because I wanted to just be yeah. and I I love embracing natural hair I've always have even if I when I was wearing extensions and wigs, I always opted for a more curlier hair pattern where it was like super natural, whether it was like loose waves or like kinky curly. Um, And my hair is like kinky curly. And so I would always do like my wash and goes and I was getting into the products and all that stuff. And that's just so tiring. Cause I was always trying to conform my hair to be something instead of just corporate world. Yeah, that too. But really, you know, like, Oh, especially like in the natural hair community back then, there was like a specific type of curl pattern that was just more appreciated. And I just felt myself trying like battling between embracing my own natural curl pattern and then trying to like conform it to what other people think is appropriate. And I was like, I'm tired of that. I want to leave my hair alone. And so I think me locking my hair and how I've been coming home to self is like really embracing that and just settling into that, like, I'm going to do what I want to do now. It's, it's, it's the, and I, I, you say coming home to self and I'm like, no, it's the Ashley show now. Okay. like <laughs> I
1: like <laughs> I that a lot right now. Okay. It's
0: the Ashley show. Okay. we are got to
1: change the title of this podcast because I'm supporting you. for
0: it is, that. It, it is the Ashley show right now. So I said, I want to be free and I know there's other ways to do this, but I'm just like, I just don't want to touch my hair at all. I want to embrace it for its full capacity and I decided to lock it and I've been loving this journey so far. And I feel like as my, as I'm watching my hair from baby locks to how it's like budding and now my hair is like sprouting and I'm learning to embrace the frizz and the change as it's like maturing. um, I'm just watching myself grow in that process too, like my personality and the more that I find myself looking in my mirror and like going like, ooh, okay, like this. Your year, here, this
1: crong, especially <laughs> as Black women recognize it yeah. as what it is. It is such a dynamic force. It can change. We can switch up like this. Mm-hmm. And it will be something that makes a huge impact on our personality and how we show up too. Because I remember cutting my hair right after my divorce. As I grew into the shot here i was like this woman is bomb like i love how she showed up because not many women cuts the hair it's an energy that you know that i feel so good i look so good right now and it's you like it's all you 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 mentioned earlier you walk in somewhere and somebody just recognizes that essence of who you are. It's definitely that. You walk in is it's like, oh my God, look at this beautiful red locks. You look at that short black pixie haircut on this girl. It's, and they know it's you. They walk away remembering that your name is Ashley because of how you showed up as just who you are and loving it, embracing it, not making any excuses for who you are. Like This is the era of the Ashley show. Yeah, and the Chanel show. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but... We are ready for your, for all of us growth. I mean, definitely, but we got some lovely things up in your highlights of life. (laughs) (laughs) So with talking, you know, the tense of self, we come to a point where we come home to self and we realize that all of this stuff that has been happening is not really me. And I want to show up on the real, like, who am I really at? we are dolls in most cases that means that we are showing up professionally too how do we we can blend that in a great way because we realize that it's also important to show professionally and personally authentically at the same time and for me it's like one of the things that i use as a great distinction for myself is I will immediately come on, introduce myself, and you'll first recognize that I have an accent. Mm -hmm. So for me, it is just embracing that people are going to ask questions, be proud of who you are, because while they're asking questions, it's also a chance to judge you. And it's quite fine, but who you are and the confidence you will express yourself in is also a way to shut down that judgment to know this girl is intelligent. She's able to navigate her way around the conversation. She can stand up for who she is. And most of all, she's comfortable in who she is. And when you take that to the personal space, your friends will know you as being honest. Your friends will know you as being somebody who brings an energy in the circle that they are grateful for. Like they like being around you. And that's one of my things. Like I do want my friends to really value and appreciate when I show up with them, like my vibe, how I make them feel. I want people to remember that, how they feel around me. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely important to ensure that there is a crucial, but harmonious balance of you showing up personally and not letting that be so different than how you show up professionally because even those professional friends can become your personal friends and they wouldn't like you don't want to hide at work that you're so professional and demure and then you go out there and you invite them out and you're a party animal and which is fine please be like we love to have fun as well
0: I think in the professional sphere and how you can show up authentic authentically you is also understanding your strengths and your weaknesses understanding how to ask questions, how to ask for help. And something that I do is I just let people get to know me and let them know, this is my background. These are the things that I'm interested in. These are the areas where I would like to grow. And these are the things and types of responsibilities and vision that I see for myself as helping the business grow too. Cause of course, you know, your employer, yes, they love you, but at the same time, like they're not your family. They're not your sister, your brother, your friend, like, you know, so at the end of the day, it's a business and thing work got to get done. So, you know, yeah. So it's like letting them in, but to a certain extent where they get to just know your work ethic, they know um, again, like if it's something, it's one of those core beliefs again, like you, if doing well and growing your professional career is a core value of you, how are you showing up? Are you, um, are you showing them that you can work hard? Are you coming to work and developing a healthy routine of when you come in, when you leave? Are you asking for help? Are you, if somebody's out sick, are you um, stepping up to the plate and volunteering? Like, oh, okay, like I see this. In my case, working in immigration, you know this petition needs to be filed, this person's out. I don't mind helping finalize that and putting it out in, in FedEx or in the meeting, staff meetings or speaking up, I think we should implement this change. Or I think that like just not being afraid, and it's hard, especially when you, you're you still like unsure of yourself and maybe you have a little bit of that um, imposter syndrome going on. And and I I struggle with that too still, but it doesn't hurt to just try. And the more that you tell yourself, like, it's okay, no question is a dumb question. Um, the more you just continue to, again, just make those tiny, doesn't have to be a whole dive into, but just like tiny, tiny baby steps to show people, wow, this person really cares about this place. This person really cares about the growth of our business. This person is really here working and day in and day out and showing, showing up. Yes. You know, I think that, that that's how we can show up authentically.
1: I like that. I will have, to, you know, this was great enough to cover on the professional side. And could you touch on from your end balancing that on the
0: personal life? Yeah. So on the personal life too, I mean, I kind of show up similarly. So it's hard for me to like differentiate of course. okay, I mean, Yeah. But I mean that you can, like, you don't talk to your boss about x y certain things or you know you just don't you're 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 a professional you know like but at the same time you're still showing I'm still showing bits and pieces of my personality and how I differentiate that for my own personal life is I go to work I have I'm like okay this is like lawyer Ashley this is me I'm here I am learning my cap is on like I'm learning and at home I'm like okay, this is fun, Ashley. I can relax. I'm good. Like we're safe here. Everything's, you know, like we can do practice some self-care. We can do all that. So it's kind of like understanding when to turn on and turn off that like professional hat. Um, And then knowing like when you go into certain areas, if you are hanging out, as you mentioned earlier with your coworkers and all that, I like to just observe people first before I let them know who I am, because There's just certain ways that you should carry yourself if you are going out with your coworkers and you guys are going for drinks or there's a happy hour at um, your company's or business's event or holiday parties, especially like you're around people that you work with. So just conduct yourself accordingly, you know, like, again, these people are not your sisters and not your friends, you know, they're your colleagues, like it's just a different energy. Yeah. Yeah. Show up as
1: your values dictate. Yes. Because so that's a huge guiding point for how you operate in both spaces. If you are somebody who is curious, you like to ask questions, you like to know how things operate, how it serves the well-being and the bottom line of your personal life of the company, be inquisitive about that respectfully. If it is on the side of respecting other people's boundaries that. It's literally just as you said, sometimes there isn't a distinction, but there is when you are just sometimes by yourself in that privacy of your own space. But let your values be a guiding point to how you will show up in both spaces because that will never lead you wrong. If you feel like you are respectful of others, you want to help others, you're compassionate for self and for others, it will not be a problem for you to lift a finger and offer help to somebody but you're a team player. This is what it says. It's literally you're just being a team player to everybody else at work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> team player. Um, for self, we we highlighted the importance of how are we showing up authentically in our know, personal and professional spaces. And as we continue our own healing journeys how do we become our true authentic self in that healing season or am i kind of repeating myself because i know we talked about like the general landscape but if we put a little microscopic focus on just our healing journeys how would that look like to becoming your truest self right now after that heartbreak especially like our last um three episodes back yeah. yeah
0: the things that I did was like yeah, I my, I really took my cousin's advice to heart and treating myself like a baby and really telling myself does Ashley want to nap right now does Ashley want to go on a walk does she want some ice cream does she want to watch for the 10th time in a row the game because freaking Tasha's character just makes her laugh so hard <laughs> like just what do I want to do right now like, what makes me happy yes really what it comes down to and learning the things that bring me joy again is how i learned how to become my true authentic self in my healing journey one of the first things i did was i to get my body moving before i started going to the gym was dancing i mentioned that i joined the um work study program at culture shock i was going to dance classes at the facility here in san diego i was also um, dancing up in LA and going to checking out some of their studios as well just to gain experience um and I that stuff bring makes me happy that stuff lights me up yeah you know listening to music the making all these playlists like my nostalgic playlists like my gospel music playlist like my gym playlist um my afrobeat playlist like just things that just make me happy. You know, like the things that I love doing, I love listening to, I developed, I learned about what foods I like to eat when I'm meal prepping. Like I love fish, I love vegetables, I love green juices. Like I love making smoothies. Like I love putting good things into my body because it makes me feel good, you know? And occasionally I like my Domino's pizza, it's fine. You know, cheap days. My, I don't even like calling it cheap days. It's my day because I want pizza well, and I want pizza today. I <laughs> mean, <laughs>
1: so I don't really call it, me, it. I know. It, I I I gathered that from the culture, but you're right. It yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be called a cheap day.
0: Oh, like, because I think it's important to let your body to feed your body what it wants, and and not viewing it. It's okay to view it as a craving, but everything should be done and in moderation, right? I don't eat pizza every day. I would love to, but that's not healthy, you know? Like, so in moderation. So um, I, I let myself eat that because I know if I deprive myself of things that I love, like it's gonna be worse because then I'm gonna like binge eat it. And then I'm not really gonna feel good, you know? Um, I learned that I love art. I like painting, I like coloring. I learned that I still love playing video games. I've freaking bought myself a Nintendo Switch and I now play Hogwarts Legacy. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I don't care who thinks about it because again, like finding the things that you love and not giving a crap about who says otherwise. Right, absolutely. The topic is authentically you,
1: unapologetically you. This mm-hmm. is definitely true because ultimately you have to find what makes you happy because you can't feel anybody's cup from an empty cup that yeah. you're giving yourself. Yeah, so You have to go back to the things that you love. And for me on my soul, self healing journey, it is a lot of introspection. You know, I'm still trying to figure out cause I thought I knew me and I thought I knew how I wanted to be, but I'm still learning that a lot of these were not my own thoughts and not my own emotions expressed. Mm. And they were not my opinions. They were others forced on me. They were others um, embellished on my behalf. And I have, I'm choosing, I'm, I'm finding through that insp- introspection of meditation, going for a walk, Like what are the things that come to me naturally that I feel comfortable about that? I'm not like, Oh, like, did your mind really go there? I'm not, I'm not so sad by that thought when it comes to me. And then when it feels so genuinely in my heart space, I am okay with it. And that is writing, meditating Mm -hmm. and how I express myself verbally and just how I speak about those moments, because that's one thing that I'm proud to say that I do, and have others get the opinion of it when I share my work, and for them to let me know how they're feeling and how it resonates with them. So, ensuring that I am comfortable in that space that I am living. In and if I experience a situation that makes me uncomfortable, is trying to look at it otherwise. Why did that situation make me feel uncomfortable? What about it was so uncomfortable for me? Was there a trigger in there? Is it something that I feel is beyond me that I don't understand and I feel uncomfortable by the fact that I don't understand it? Well, maybe you can go and learn about astrology. This is something that you feel uncomfortable about and you want to lear- learn about. There's nothing wrong in that. The world is grand and is vast and there is the opportunity to learn so much. But don't feel, don't belittle yourself because you don't know something or because you're not able to show up in that certain way. Like go find out. There are resources to one and find that also being comfortable with not knowing everything, finding ways to grow, find the resources to grow in the different areas that I feel like I want to. I want to show up as because I'm still learning and expressing on that same topic is just self-compassion because through interest introspection so much you can figure out that again, you're just realizing that that did not come from me. I don't fully recognize that opinion or that thought because it wasn't yours to begin with. And if you showed up in a way that represented that thought, be okay with it, you know, be okay with it that you did not know any better and you're operating from that space that you feel like, you know, it's okay. It's completely fine. It happens to everybody. So just know that sometimes opinions and thoughts don't come from us. And it's sometimes a place of innocence when we thought it was the right thing because we saw other people doing it. But as you get older, you realize that some of these make you comfortable, and it's okay to decide to let that go or to keep it. It's up to
0: you. Yeah, I agree. So what would you say when we're talking about becoming our true authentic self? And for those of us that really don't know where to start or have a lot of fears and concerns about becoming that person, do you have any of those? And especially like have social media played a part of it, your own ideals, ideas around like certain beauty standards, like, you know. In a huge way, yes, I should. So for years, I
1: struggled with my own personal confidence. Mm -hmm. I did pageantry. I took different lessons. I mean, I did a few things that I thought wasn't lifting me up in those different areas. And it helped in many ways. And I still struggle in some ways. But I have to be okay with me everybody have the insecurities everybody have the fears and for me it is realizing that that fear exists because it can exist so strongly that it is what you naturally know what you naturally go towards but recognizing it in the sense that this is causing limitations this is preventing me from reaching my goals this is preventing me from really showing up in the way that I want to show up because I'm scared of what other people are going to see about me, how I'm going to be judged in all the ways that we can think of why we don't do the things that we really want to do. So it certainly has been a huge impact for me, but I'm recognizing that everybody has their own fears and these are mine. What is it preventing me from accomplishing? And what will life look like if I were to get beyond that, if I were to jump past that fear and do the thing that I'm scared of doing? So taking actions that I'm comfortable with, not going from a huge point A, let's just for say, I am comparing myself to somebody on social media, which happens all the time. I'm yes, I have done it. I'm a victim of it. Huh? We all have. Yes. Right. So looking at somebody's life and comparing it to myself and knowing that we all put the best photos on Instagram. We all put the best videos on social media. What is on the back end of it? What am I really not seeing? And knowing everybody's doing work. Everybody's doing work on their And the way that you show up, if these people were to genuinely meet with you, maybe you guys would be best of friends. And maybe you would see their flaws. And maybe you would, you would see a heartbreak. And maybe you would be an encouraging point to them because they are realizing and leaning on your own strength for this weakness of theirs. And you might lean on their own strength. For a weakness out there, so just knowing again that we all exist in equality of our strength and weaknesses, and let's our vulnerabilities really be the driving force, the strength that calls us to do the right thing. That that evolve that volcano that we mentioned earlier. Let that vulnerability be the thing that says, "Let that erupt, let that eruption happens," because. It needs to, or it is going to cripple you. That's yes. what fear ultimately does. So just knowing knowing that it exists, I have identified it. I think for the biggest, while I just need as a little voice in the back of my head and not knowing what to do about it, but knowing that it is there and saying, hi, lack of confidence. Hi, I have a pimple. Hi, I'm not as tall as I want to be. It's Okay. I see you. I show up differently despite that. Like there's an opposite to every bad thing that you're thinking is happening.
0: Yeah, I think that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Like, yeah, um, it is just, I think when you are wrapping yourself up in what others are doing, as you mentioned, and you are so fixated on, trying to keep up with certain trends and standards, especially as women for like the male gaze and all that, or male attention. Like I know that also plays a factor into it. You just get really wrapped up into thinking that you're not enough. So often it's so easy. If I wasn't strong
1: I would feel like I just need to disappear from like social media entirely. It feels like a competition, literally. I I, I see it as a competition. And I was, I have thought many times, just get out of the race. Get, you don't like what you're seeing. You feel like you can't compete in that race. Get out of it. But it shouldn't. It shouldn't be. For some people, it really is their life. It's their work. It's the sweat. It's their mission. For me, it... Is and it isn't in many ways. I can be honest about that. But is that a place where I feel my talents and my purpose is destined to be fully focused on? No, there are other things that I can do, but let it be a place where I connect and I share and I grow and I learn, but not somewhere I feel like I have to compete with every single thing I see. Be okay with me, be okay with what I contribute. My circle can be small. You know, I I feel like we're all disciples of each other because we're all learning and growing from each other. Mm -hmm. But my circle can be as small as my five, my 12 disciples It's not a million followers. And that is okay. That's not what I'm destined for. It just means a small impact that I'm going to make in a circle of friends and a circle of people that I have in my life and how they're going to also impact my life because I'm What is the beauty of that? That you're getting it on the first-hand basis, you know? You're not going to get it from a million folks that follow. You're going to get a small fraction of gratification, but is that long-lasting? Is that permanent?
0: Yeah, and some of those beliefs that you may have, especially with, like, feelings of competition, feelings of not enough, feeling of, I have to, I have to be better, do better, show like, especially if, and as you mentioned, like yes, people are using it for their work, for their business, especially if you are a social media content creator yourself. Like you're more gonna be wrapped up into how many followers you have for your algorithm and sponsorship and all of that. But at the same time, like I think it's good to recognize the beliefs and fears and concerns are there. Because if you try to sweep it under the rug, like obviously that never works, and it's always going to be lingering there, and it's going to show in your work as well. I think it's really important to analyze and sit with those thoughts, figure out the root as to as like where they're coming from. You know, why? What's the purpose of me posting? What's the purpose of me showing up as my authentic self? Is it for me, or am I trying to impress somebody, yeah. something, some some persona? that I think the world needs. It's like, no, the world needs you to be you. Yes. Yeah. Can we just end on that topic?
1: Yeah. The world, that just sentence. Needs, you. The yeah. world needs you to be you. I absolutely love that. Tagline. Yeah. Can we start to merchandise? Will you guys buy it? I know. <laughs> you to be you. Oh my God. Can you say that the world better? needs you
0: to be you. Okay. Yeah.
1: That is, that is literally the concluding notebook. No, we're not done. Sorry. It is really, really nice because... That's what we're all there for. We are, if you want to see that competition, then you are your own competition. I am not Ashley's competition. Ashley isn't my competition. She's my cheerleader. She's yeah. my sister. She's a, she's a shoulder I'll cry on. She's my prayer warrior, but she's not my competition. And just as I am for her, she's for me. So we have to recognize that as the world needing you. Be authentically you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When we try to go that road, obviously it is not easy. Even I have my own struggle moments and my personal questions and admonitions of, are you this? Are you that? Can you really be? Is that really how you want to be? Or are you trying to be that person because somebody else is? What are some of the Practical steps you can share towards
0: authentic self representation. Hmm. I think I taught. I mentioned it earlier. Identifying those limiting beliefs that you have about yourself and who you are as a person. I think that's the first practical steps because you. One of the steps to recovering from anything is you have to acknowledge that I have that something's wrong. Yeah. So I think it's sitting with your insecurities and sitting in that discomfortness of that and really identifying where those thoughts are coming from. And then taking each one by one and turning that into a positive. So for example, Something that I will share that's like, okay, working towards authentic self is, you know, sometimes I am, as I mentioned in the prior episode, like something simple as like just looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, Ashley, you are gorgeous. You look great today. Like, and continuing to say that every day, it it may not feel as strong now, but if you continue to say that to yourself every day, imagine with the forcedness in your voice, you'll be like, Ooh, I look good today, you know? But it's just something small like that, like those practical steps, just taking whatever makes you feel dis- uncomfortable, get comfortable with it.
1: Yes. The
0: thing that hurts the most mm-hmm. is a book called
1: Eat That Frog. Mm. And it's literally about doing the hardest task at the beginning of the day, you know, get rid of that elephant so you don't have to do it the grossest thing. So Mm
0: -hmm. you're done
1: with the slime, you're done with the ugly frog and the frog legs and everything else. So just being okay with the challenge of the thing you feel like that is ugly about you, that you're scared about. That's a vulnerability, that's a concern just ensuring that you recognize it you're able to dissect it and find a way that you can live with it or you can get rid of it yeah you are i don't if you even i don't think you planned it can you look at your
0: shirt oh no um (laughs) i i just i just pulled on like this thing i was like i'm just gonna wear this today because it's cozy but yeah like i saw this like brand at target and it says I mean, I can't read it, obviously, because I don't know how to read backwards. It's like my but... voice,
1: my voice, my voice, my Paul, my Paul, my power. And what is better than that, you know? Yeah, and it has a cool, like, Afro. Afro I didn't see style. the rest of it. Very nice. Yeah. Very <laughs> Afrocentric. I absolutely love it. Yeah. yeah this, this is us, you know, with the with you finding that authentic self-representation, Again, for me, like introspection, I have to realize the place that I'm coming from. I have to realize what areas I feel strong in, what are my areas that I feel weak in, and how can I be better in those areas? And for my areas of strength, if it's something that I feel can be of benefit to others, I don't, I won't go around offering it. I, I know that's not my personality. But if somebody were to even ask me, like. Hey, I see that you're strong in this area. Can you kind of hold my hand and walk me through this? You know, why not do it? But self-reflection, there needs to be introspection. Meditate on your values, your beliefs, because you have to operate from a space that no matter what you do, consequences or rewards, you are okay with it. Mm -hmm. You are going to be fine with it. Set, Set those boundaries. Ashley has mentioned them many times. I am in agreement with her. You have to set limitations on how you're going to operate, who's going to step into your space, how you want them to behave, your expectations of this relationship, and not just put that responsibility on anybody else and don't expect that from yourself. How are you going to show up too? You have to be able to show up as well positively and in good manner. So ensuring that there is there. We had, oh, of course, our um, healing journey episodes with family and friends. Setting communication, you know, Mm -hmm. having good communications with those relationships and knowing that you're not leaving anything unsaid, nothing hurtful is being said. There is certainly work to be done. And as you continue to grow, just continue to recognize the work that you are doing. I know for me, I like to evaluate where I am not doing so good, where I am doing good as well, and try to figure out how I can improve on both aspects. Mm-hmm. So ensuring that you are measuring and you are, have consistent self-exploration of you know, the person that you're becoming. And I've mm-hmm. mentioned that a few times before to give yourself grace and yeah. to reward yourself for the work that you are doing because it takes work. It is taking work and you don't have a trainer unless you have a, a therapist that is in sense a coach, a trainer for you but you're doing most of this on your own. So just give yourself the grace to know that you are growing, you are evolving and you're becoming a better person.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to conclude, we are going to, of course, as always touch on how we are soothing her this week and I can go first this time. So so I'm soothing her this week when it comes to, embracing and becoming my true authentic self this year is continuing to you know that positive self-talk in the mirror that I am beautiful I am strong I'm deserving of everything that God has for me in my life and just continuing to say that to myself every day every morning every time I look at myself at any mirror like if I'm just out and about and I'm like yeah you look good yeah you look good and it just, like, the more you think it, the more you just naturally think it. Like, I think, you know, the saying, fake it till you make it, it it really works, y'all. Like, you, ha- if you just pretend to envision what your higher self looks like and just start embracing and stepping into that, eventually it'll just become so natural. You won't even recognize that you're trying to <laughs> fake it or pretend, so that's, like, another advice. And then also, too, like, i really want to take my fashion to like the next level this year. So I'm really exploring different like colors that I like. I'm such an earth tone, neutral person, but I really want to bring in more like pops of colors. So like maybe more orange, like bright, like oranges, more like reds, more yellows, more um, greens and all of that. And just like figuring out, like bringing in more like patterns or going thrift shopping and like not shopping at like your normal stores that of course it's always good clothes there but just experimenting with other areas other boutiques other um, shops to like find like authentic pieces that I'm like this is different but I like the way it looks on me and I think I could go as well with something else I have in my closet so just little things like that I like that a lot that is you being you mm-hmm. that's you
1: showing up in a way that you are comfortable, you are happy. I know that's something that we didn't even mention, but we've we said the word comfortable. Comfortable can also in a sense just be like you're complacent, you're good there, like it's it's good, but you want to be genuinely happy with that person that you are becoming. Yes. And that is all part of it. Just knowing that you can do something different and it's still your vibe. It's still your essence of who you are. Like you haven't lost Ashley. Ashley is still fully there, fully present. But you are just exploring something different. You want to see what wavelength you are if you wore this, if you dyed your hair this color. If you just vibe in your own rhythm. I yeah, I that. really, I really, really like that. So let me think about it for a minute. How will I be soothing her this year when it's when on the subject of being unapologetically me? As I said, I I feel I show up confidently. But if you were to really find me in my childhood essence, I am not the most confident little girl that you'll find hiding in the closet, looking for a blessing of being the vibrant woman I want to be. I want to pray for that person because I know she's there. There are sparks of her that I have seen. There are moments of her that has shown up. But then I held back and I go into my shell. Oh my God, did I really do that? What would people say about me? Or I don't want to make people uncomfortable because of how self-expressive I have been in certain situations. So be okay with that as well. I want to embrace my fears I want to burst out I am going to burst out of my fears this year I know that they are there so I'm going to go for my fears I'm going to challenge them to let them know that I am Chanel Dubique
0: and you are not
1: (laughs) yes you are not gonna show up on my behalf because if you show up for me that means I'm not showing up for me So I'm going to show up instead of you and watch me do it. I'm going to show up as how I want to be, change up and switch up and be okay with that and not feel like I have to keep to the times or I have to keep to the norms, not compare myself to others. That is something I'm leaving for 2023 and just knowing that I'm living through my fears. And if I show up in a way that you've never seen me as, just know that Chanel is triumphing on her fears. Like she is, Leaving that to survival. That's, that sounds not very soothing, but it a does. Fear, what? A fear is something that is a great challenge. It's something that makes you sweat. It's something that makes you run. It's something that really wakes and keeps you up at night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, what if I was to give you that same energy of not being scared of it? It's not going to be calm and soothing. It's going to be like, I'm ready. I am ready for you. So, Yes, that's how I'm going to be soothing her in that authentic space this year, this season.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: We want to ask you all to do the same. We we are here for the voice of all of us showing up in the healing, enduring and restoring space. And we want to just ask you, how will you show up in 2024? Mm-hmm. What do you want to work on? What areas of growth do you want to succeed in? What challenges and fears do you want to tackle and say that I have succeeded that, I am beyond it and focus on that. Journal about it, if you will. I know that Ashton and I are big proponents of journaling and we mention it all the time, but I quite enjoy to be in my own mind and in my own space. And I endeavor you to do the same too. Yes.
0: Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to this week's episode. Again, we would want to hear from you. How are you soothing her? I should not mention in all these lovely ways you can share with these ideas and how you'll be soothing her with us on our by emailing us on at soothingher at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at soothingh.e.r. You can even send us a direct message, like hit us up. We want to hear from you all. and again. Thank you so much for embarking on this journey with us this year. We are really excited to continue to be showing up as our authentic selves and allowing the world to get to know us for who we are. Yeah.
1: I absolutely love that a lot. Thank you very much for joining us. And we are so excited about everything that we have to share with you this year. So until next time, we say adios,
0: au revoir. Bye everyone until next week. Talk soon.